0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In this morning's gospel, we heard Nathaniel say, Can there be any good thing that comes out of Nazareth? And Philip said to him, Come and see. Today, this first Sunday of Great Lent, we're gathered together After this first full week, a week of intensity, a week of fervent prayer, in some ways a week of darkness as we faced our own sins, our own fallenness, our own failures, the services of the church this week were so intense. And then today we come on this beautiful Sunday with the sun shining through, and illuminating this wonderful feast, this feast of the triumph of orthodoxy. And then we heard in this gospel something that's so important, come and see, Lend us this time of preparation, a school of repentance as it's called where we devote time to right the wrongs, where we try to restore the beauty of our own icon, the image and likeness of God within ourselves. In fact, that is our celebration today, as we celebrate that restoration of the icons hundreds and hundreds of years ago. But we also celebrate the restoration of our icons, that which is placed in our hearts. But it's a time of challenge also. As we grow grow closer to God, the evil one throws up barriers and difficulties. But the Lord says, come and see. Come and see. And I think we heard in that gospel what we're coming to see is nothing less than the kingdom itself. And that's what I believe the triumph of orthodoxy really is. It's that the kingdom is here, now, and is revealed to us by the iconography we have in our churches and our homes and the iconography that is Embedded in our hearts, made as we are all made in that image and likeness of God. The reality is, I think in that gospel from Matthew, seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all things shall be added to you. I think that's one of the truths that we hold dear and need to remember. That it's the seeking of the kingdom that is most important. Lent is a time to restore ourselves, to correct our lives. That's off course. The poet Mary Oliver wrote, The dream of my life is to lie down by a slow river and stare at the light in the trees to learn something by being nothing. In other words, her prayer really was to lay aside all earthly cares. And that means that we're open to quietness and peace. The simple miracle of life itself. And therefore, awareness to God who shines in them and through them to be clearly sighted, conscious, awake, aware, unencumbered, and free. Come and see nothing less than the truth. When we say, lay aside all earthly cares, it's more than just a song. It's more than just a line out of the liturgy. It's a meditation, a challenge, an opportunity for self-awareness and a requirement for salvation as we burnish and polish those icons within ourselves. Metropolitan Callistos Ware's definition of faith is faith is not the supposition that might something be true, but the assurance that someone is there. Come and see. Come and see. Faith is not, faith is in God, not in things. We will see the truth of what Metropolitan Colossus where declares that the cosmos is one vast burning bush permeated with the fire of divine power and glory. And that's the reality of the icon of his love that his love is everywhere. St. Paul's epistle to the Romans, the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who who was given to us. The icon within ourselves is filled with that Holy Spirit. In everything there is hope. That is another thing that we, that we want people to come and see. The world doesn't have the last or final say. Thank God. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. Our belief is that Christ is the real context of our life. We may suffer in this life. We certainly will suffer in this life. Yet in faith, we are never separated from Christ. We lay aside our earthly cares and focus on Christ so that we can always be united to God. He is the way, the truth, and the light. This world is only a tiny portion of that truth. It is this bigger perspective, the eternity of the kingdom, that gives us hope. Always seek first the kingdom. And you will be receiving, you will receive everything. Hope, faith, and we pray ultimately salvation. Our true home and citizenship is not in this world, but in eternity with the Lord in heaven. We are simply passing through this brief life. We can expect troubles and difficulties. We do, and we see it now, all around us feels more intense than ever before. But when we come and see that heaven is our destination, really, those troubles fall away. The way. They have less meaning. They're not less painful. But we understand that they're not permanent. The question by Nathaniel to Philip was, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? There is, of course, the geographical context to that question, but the spiritual meaning of that text is that Nathaniel asks, can any good thing come out of my Nazareth, out of my heart? Can I be changed? Can I be made whole? That's the question he asks us. Archbishop Anastasios of Albania once compared his life a candle. He wrote, I am simply a candle that is lit in front of an icon. I shine so that people can see the icon. One day my candle will be snuffed out. When my candle goes out, someone else will have to come and let their light shine before the icon of Christ. The important thing is the icon, not the candlelight. In Christ's high priestly prayer in John's Gospel, he says, You sent me into the world. I have also sent them into the world. As God the Father sent his Son, Jesus, to offer a concrete witness of love in this dark and evil world. As God the Father sent his Son to lovingly serve the world and even sacrifice himself for the world, in like manner Christ now sends us Just as Jesus was a light shining in the darkness, so now we, his followers, are called to shine before his icon of truth, of love, to be that candle, to point the way so others, so others can come and see. The reality is that there are so many people in this world doing that work, being that icon, being, excuse me, that light before that icon of Christ, showing the way to come and see. The Orthodox Christian Mission Center as the designated mission agency for the assembly of bishops, and all churches here in America, our missionaries are doing that exact thing. The 28 missionaries we have serving and the 10 who are in training, preparing to serve somewhere in the world, are standing before that icon of Christ to be that light, to show others the way. They're doing work one person at a time, pushing back the darkness. I was in Albania recently, which probably inspired the quote from Archbishop Anastasios. And there was a woman in a class. And here is a church that has been in place for 29 years. After the 50 or 60 years of communist darkness, the church in Albania has been reborn and people are being reborn into that church. And there's so many wonderful things that that church has in place. But there's one thing that they are so needful of and that's the individual Love, one person at a time, sharing that good news of the resurrected Christ. This woman in this class looked at us and said in An Albanian, and then had to be translated, don't forget us. And that, wo- and that plea resonated with all of us who were there visiting that day. Here this church, we were standing and we were in this beautiful cathedral in Tirana. Absolutely stunningly beautiful. The facilities were wonderful. All the infrastructure was in place for success. But the church still needed people to love each other. And I think that is so many ways where we find ourselves. Where we find that we are living in this darkness, and the darkness is closing on us. But I'm here to tell you today that the darkness will not win. That the light that we all bring into this world through our own icons, icons illuminated by the Holy Spirit, will push back the darkness. We are the lights. Our missionaries are the lights working across the globe. And OCMC is an agency working even beyond those countries that our missionaries are working in with the churches that have been planted, providing support and grants, providing theological education, providing support for mission priests. We are the lights we all are the lights. Jesus prays that we will not be taken out of the world with its challenges, but that we will be protected from the influences of evil, that laying aside all that he cares about, laying aside all those influences and distractions that keep us away from God and his church. Christ prays that we will not be deceived, but that we will be sanctified by his divine truth, that the kingdom is here and revealed to us through the icons and through our community of faith and love, and that we might keep that focus. Our Lord prays that we will go into the world shining forth his divine love, and that we are those lights shining before the icon of Christ, before that transforming love that he provides And I invite you, like our missionaries, to come and see, and in the process, change the world through his love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.